Welcome to Jury File. My name is Rona, and this is where we discuss some of the cases that Jury File is currently working on or following closely. We do discuss sensitive topics related to criminal investigations, including adult language, violence, abuse, and homicide. All individuals that we discuss are given the presumption of innocence until otherwise convicted in an official court of law. You can find Jury File at juryfile.com and on most podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, TikTok, and Instagram. Jury File dedicates 100% of our compensation to the operation of providing legal and medical needs of the families that we support. In a recent podcast episode, we spoke to John Palmer. John lost his wife, Katie Palmer, in April of 2020. That alone is incredibly difficult to accept and process. John and Katie have children together. They had a life together that they were proud of. And Katie was a Texas school teacher. And from everything that I've learned about Katie since learning about her story, she was an incredible human being. But what happened to Katie falls below the standard of how we should treat each other as humans. It falls below the standard of what to expect from law enforcement and the judicial system. What we expect to be done when a crime is committed. Every public official who touched this case failed Katie. From local law enforcement to the DA in Grayson County, Brett Smith. But there are things we can do. We can help Katie's family and we can help her community fight for justice. Not just for Katie, but for her entire community. This could happen to anyone in Grayson County. This could happen to anyone in your county if the residents that occupy that land allow it. It's really that simple. We won't allow it. This week, we have multiple episodes that we will share with you regarding Brett Smith, the Grayson County District Attorney. Katie is not the only victim that Brett Smith failed. One of the episodes we will share is regarding Katie Palmer. It's part two of an episode we already have out. Part one was released on our podcast. We sat down with John Palmer and heard the details straight from the source. I encourage you to listen to John Palmer tell the story of what happened to his wife, Katie. We'll also be sharing other cases that Brett Smith has negatively affected including a homicide case and a sexual abuse case. This is a major concern for everyone in Grayson County. We cannot speculate about what might be making Brett Smith choose to handle cases the way he has. But we can present you the facts and the actions we can take to stop him from impeding justice in the future. Criminal justice in Grayson County depends on our country as a whole, standing up with Grayson County residents and fighting back against officials who have forgotten that their obligation is to the people that are in their community, not just the people that are in their inner circle. So let's recap the details of this case real quick so that we can give everybody a reminder of what this is all about, and then we're going to discuss what we need your help with. John and Katie headed out for a morning walk in their neighborhood, as John explained to us in part one of the episode that we already have out. This morning was not typical. 
Katie normally slept in. John normally took his morning walk with his son, but that morning was different. While out on their walk, they were both struck by a vehicle. Now, let's just pause there. This entire case is not as simple as an accidental incident. This entire event that took place on April 21st of 2020, from beginning to the present date, has completely been out of the ordinary and a total failure of justice. From the way that local law enforcement responded at the scene, all the way to the district attorney, Brett Smith, who handled this case, this is not a simple traffic incident, and we want everyone to know the details of this case. So in part two, we're going to go over the data, take a look at the details, the body cam footage, and even the third-party crash report. But the body cam footage, there's a lot to be said for the body cam footage alone. And that in itself could be several episodes on its own. But we're going to jam-pack episode two with all the data in one sitting. Get ready to be enraged. Hearing John recall that morning is difficult. Combining that with a thorough look at the data is disturbing. The lack of humanity that was shown towards John and Katie that morning is truly heartbreaking for anyone who lives in Grayson County. Because like I said, this could have happened to anyone. More importantly, this was not what appeared to be an accidental situation. It appeared based on the data to be very concerning that Corey Smith, the driver of the vehicle that struck Katie and John, he was driving on the opposite side of the road from where Katie and John were both walking. So why cross over into a different lane of traffic and directly towards John and Katie? This is extremely odd. The only suitable non-premeditated answer for this would appear to be that perhaps Corey was still intoxicated from a night of drinking the night before. But it's hard to know when we go over the body cam footage, you'll see why it's hard to have a firm confirmation of Corey's blood alcohol level. And even though a woman's life was quite obviously hanging in the balance that morning, they did not further question Corey. They did not take him to the hospital for a proper blood alcohol test. They gave him a ride home. And from what we are aware of, that is not common practice for their department. John Palmer also stated this. And according to the data, Corey Smith did have a blood alcohol level of at least 0.06. And that was 50 minutes after hitting Katie and John with his vehicle. This is not a let me give you a ride home situation. And then that's it. The body cam ends there. We have no idea what happened after they got in that vehicle. We have no idea what was discussed on the ride home because the body cam was turned off. But not until that moment. Why turn off the body cam? You left it on for the entire scene, but now you turn it off. And let's backtrack for a moment. A blood alcohol level of 0 0.06 is not something everybody immediately understands. The lowest measurable blood alcohol is 0 0.01. A blood alcohol of 0 0.08 is considered legally intoxicated. But a blood alcohol of 0 0.06 typically means that you're in the state of exaggerated speech and body movements, loss of some muscle control, 
and that your judgment starts to become more impaired. Now, we have no idea what Corey's blood alcohol was at the time of the crash. Almost an hour later is when it was tested. It's vital that we look at the data in this case to fully understand what happened here and just how sickening it truly is. So we'll be back this week with part two. We'll explore the data in this case, and we'll also discuss two other cases that will help you understand why this is so vital, that Brett Smith must resign. Now, what we can do to immediately help is to contact Brett Smith by phone or email and demand that he resign. Brett Smith is the district attorney in Grayson County, Texas. He was responsible for ensuring that this case received justice to the best of his ability. So you can contact Brett Smith by email at smithb at co.grayson.tx.us or by phone at area code 903-813-4361. I'll also have that in the description box for you to easily grab and contact him at any time. Please encourage others to contact him. We need to make sure that we keep this movement going forward so that as we have more things, more calls to action that people can help us with, then you'll know about it. You'll get the updates. Make sure you go out on social media and look for Justice for Katie Palmer. You can find them on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. There's a Facebook group. There are a lot of ways to be able to keep up with what's going on in this case and know how to help. So for now, we leave you with that. We'll see you again with part two, plus two other cases that are directly related to Brett Smith. And we appreciate everyone who has already called, everyone who has already emailed. It is extremely helpful. And this family appreciates every single person who comes forward and does absolutely anything to help receive justice in this case.